0: Hello and welcome to Games Confessional, super duper, absolutely super special spoiler cast thing for Final Fantasy 7 Remake. It's me, Vimesy, and with me tonight, the... I don't know, Empresario, should we call him? The Guru? Um, oh, well, it's Clarky. Hello, Clarky.
1: Bit a big up, you know, expert. Guy who knows all about this
0: franchise. Uh, well, that's yet to be seen, isn't it? So we'll find out in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, yeah, so this is this is our spoiler cast for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, if the clue's not been said enough and it's in the title and all that, this is a spoiler cast, so we will be spoiling everything about the game... Um, what Clarky won't be doing Clarky
1: is spoiling
0: <laughs> anything that happens at the end like beyond the end of this game as best he can as best he necessarily. Can, necessarily so I don't want to know nothing because the, I have theories about how this might progress and I don't want you to sort of go oh, yeah, because I, I won't like you very much so yes Final Fantasy 7 um, I completed it a few days ago um, I've still got I basically did everything I, I skipped some of the side missions in chapter 14 because I just wanted to get on with it at that point I And mean, it's like come on, come on, come on I bet you're glad you did <laughs> I think probably yeah I mean I clocked nearly 40 hours on it and, and like I said my, my biggest complaint about this game it would, this game would have been a 10 out of 10 for me had it not been just for the amount of filler missions that there were um Oh,
1: you didn't even know where the filler was in that game.
0: Yeah, well, no, I mean, that's the thing. If I can pick up on, like, obvious filler. So what I'm talking about here is, like, um, there were a few bits... Okay, so in the very... I think it's the second Maker Reactor you go to, and you kind of have to go into... It's before you beat up the... Is it the air blaster, air something or other? Air buster. Air buster, that's it. And you have to go through those same rooms with the same people in it, to just decide whether you want the Airbuster to have a certain you have to use the key card in the computer to choose which thing you're gonna to deflect to a different area or whatever.
1: Oh yeah. That, yeah like, that wasn't in the original. <laughs>
0: no. That was like four rooms or five rooms of just oh we're doing this again are we? Um that's fine. But the bits I think the the um there was more when you get to I'm not gonna remember his name, Hato, is it HATO Lab? Hato's Hojo. Laboratory Hojo, that's it. Hojo's laboratory um, and you kind of have to do those sort of, oh we're going to go round the mill here and do all these tests that he set out for us and they're basically just combat levels and it's... Yeah,
1: that, you see that originally played is a bit of a mystery uh, at that point in the game all spooky music and everything What was that? Yeah it was but well, keep in mind that entire section of the original game was what, five hours tops?
0: Yeah So, yeah, I think the the other bits. So when I did, I think it was, I think chapter, I think it was chapter seven or chapter six where the um the you first kind of get into the slums and you first start doing all the all the side missions. I didn't really mind those too much. Even the ones where you had to go and kill some rats and stuff, I didn't, I didn't have too much of an issue with that because I was still getting into the game and it was a good opportunity to kind of learn the combat
1: yeah this was some of this stuff I kind of struggled with because it was like obviously we'll go into the story a little bit Mm. as we go on but it made it difficult for me to try and ascertain what was being put in there to make you think oh this is a lot different and what was being put in there to make you think oh they're expanding on this from the original game Right. So you know, there's some stuff that's going to be in it. It's like, all oh, right, so this this is what happened all along. It's just they weren't able to sort of uh, elaborate on that graphically back in the day because you know simply wasn't room to put all of this like amount of stuff in it.
0: So when, because obviously I've I've should make it clear from the beginning, I've not played the original at all. Like not a, not a pixel of it has passed me by. Um, when does it start? I know it's obviously this is a hard one to say because it's you know 40 hours original five uh when did it start to diverge when did you start to think this is taking a different path
1: um i think it was around about the second or third appearance of the whispers because it was kind of like right these guys are doing something that they were doing something and I kind of look back at the few other occasions and it's like yeah because when you first see them they show up when your conversation with Aerith goes on for longer than it did in the original game Yeah. and then obviously Sephiroth shows up they're obviously not working with him because they seem just as Sort of uh, not that he's there than they, as they are with you know buzzing around you. It's like oh he's there as well. I start pissing him off and buzzing around him. There's no like oh you know we're working for this guy. So it's like okay they're not being particularly friendly with you. They're not being particularly friendly with Sepphoroff who originally never even showed up in the game until well technically you don't even see him. Um, until way after Midgar, you're aware of him, or by the end of the first disc and what things he's done. It's like you just miss him, if you will. Right. You're on his
0: table I see. Uh, so yeah, I mean the whispers thing. I think I kind of, I don't know, because it's, it's weird not knowing, because I don't know the original when they were showing up and stuff.
1: The thing that nailed it for me was in the original game. Um, Cloud always goes on the second reactor mission. You know, there's a bit of talking between right. him and Barrett, but he always agrees to go on it. Whereas in this version, he kind of right, I'm done, that's it. And Barrett's like, right, fine, you're out. And then, you know, you go and do a little bit of something on the side that was never in the original. And then you come back and oh, look, the whispers are back and, oh, look, they've injured Jesse, so that you're now back in play, so to speak.
0: Yeah.
1: I and see. things are back on course again.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of got the thing because I didn't pick up on stuff like that because I didn't know how the original played out. Um, I, I I thought they were basically like they call them like the arbiters of fate. I thought they were kind of tools of fate or t- destiny sort of things where it's like they're trying yeah. to keep the they're trying to keep the story on on the prescribed route
1: yeah there was also another bit. I can't even remember when in the game he says it but Sephiroth says something that makes you think oh hold on a minute because he says something along the lines of well basically he knows he's doomed to fail in his current course of action yeah.
0: yeah he does he says "He says something like I'm going to lose this or something like that Or
1: yeah which yeah. obviously leads us to believe that he has some knowledge of this happening before which is obviously
0: I mean I, like I say having not even played the original I, I very much got the feeling like especially towards the end uh, well in, yeah. dur- during that final battle that he's he's done all this before um, and yeah. if, if this isn't an alternate timeline then it's certainly kind of he's going back around you know well that's
1: different. the thing and then I, I'm com- I'm a bit I'm a bit wary he's like is this an alternate timeline Are there now two separate timelines because there's that thing at the end and then mm. stupidest thing in the world you get that crisp packet fly towards the screen and it's like oh it's that dog but it's a different dog yeah
0: so I, I, I didn't really but I saw it was a different I just wasn't really I didn't really kind of pick up on it until afterwards but it was the whole thing because I didn't know who was it Eric? is that his name? no what was hey. it? Zach sorry Zach
1: oh Zach Fair
0: yeah because he looks like Eric out of um, Dragon Quest <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean they all look the fucking same right <laughs> I was just like okay um and I was just like, I don't I don't understand this. And I very much got the feeling at the very last scene when they're kind of, their pathways cross, they kind of merge. Yeah. Where they're walking past, they go through. Like, I very much got the impression that Aerith knew that they were there as they were passing. I don't know, it might have yeah. just been the art, it might it's have just like, been the way I was feeling at the end of the game. But
1: Yeah, this is like Sephiroth says to Cloud, you know, you've got seven seconds to change something. And I think that's what he changed because mm-hmm. in the ori- in the original, Zack always died there. You know that you know when he gets he, he gets like, he gets, he gets overwhelmed by the Shinra troops. He di- that that scene that he shows, he dies there. Yeah,
0: it's he's his last dead. last stand, isn't
1: it? It's his last stand, yeah. But yeah. then obviously in this version, he gets up and says, you know, Cloud we, so we made it, with. So I
0: presume he's he's loitering around Midgar somewhere or something like that. I mean
1: is returning Cloud to Midgar
0: so is that happening at the same time so another version no. of Cloud is now back in Midgar after our version of oh, Cloud that's is... it.
1: Chron- chronologically speaking that takes place right before the start of Final, yeah. Final
0: Fantasy 7 hmm I, it's, it's like I say it's a bit fucked for me because I'm just like I don't know what's going on the but 7, the seven tied... seconds though um, I heard another theory that was better and I've not been looking for theories because I'm like no I'm just going to Talk crap at you for oh, it, well. and, and you can give me yours. But someone, someone was saying that um, about seven seconds reference was in relation to it takes Sephiroth. Uh, we are going to spoil a little bit of what goes on. Uh, a certain very poignant point that everyone should bloody know about by now, uh, by mm-hmm. now, where um, Erith dies in in the original. Um, it takes him exactly seven seconds from falling, like when Sephiroth jumps down from the sky. Mm. That's his seven seconds of screen time. And they reckon that's what he's referring to when he says the seven seconds. You've got seven seconds to change. Yeah, Do but, you change her dying or not,
1: basically? No, but that's the thing. By the end of the game, you've completely, in a way, wiped all of that claim. Because it, it, it's basically telling you that... By the end of this you game, know,
0: by the end of the remake.
1: Yeah, but yeah, by the end yeah. of the remake, I think it's basically telling you that things
0: It's everything's going to happen Everything's on, on the slate.
1: That, as far as that, that I'm concerned that it's off the slate at the moment you kill that bloody Whisper Harbinger
0: yeah yeah I mean it's, it's exciting because it's like I was it's weird actually because I was kind of looking forward to playing this story of Final Fantasy 7 that everyone's been banging on about for 20 odd years
1: <laughs> it's still not playing I'm not going <laughs> to bloody play it
0: now because you know, I, was, I said to you when I finished it, I was like, oh, "Should I go and play the original?" And I'm like, I can't, I can't play eighty hours of it. I can't. No, I,
1: I, I like the directional stepping because it kind of it allows it to elaborate on points that I mean originally the the whole Zach thing was it was very very quickly explained to the point that. To the point, that you were literally, literally left feeling how you were left feeling. like shows up and it's like, oh, who the fuck's he? Even in the original game, you're like, oh, who the fuck's he? And it, it, there's, there's a very brief explanation and it's actually kind of key to Cloud's whole story, but it did, just didn't feel very fleshed out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like Because it
1: all ties part, back well. to that. You know, a few of the times you'll have seen, this is probably something else that didn't make sense. You see T first slumped over the a body, multi, yeah. but like, how. She's got like a cowboy hat on. Yeah. That all ties in with the reason Cloud and Zappa sort of on the way back to Midgar, if you will. It's like after that. She
0: just kind of got in part of a rowdy bound dance or something like that. No, no. That's uh, that's a tour guide outfit. Is it? I like it. Um, (laughs) Oh, Tifa. Oh, I'm going to miss her. But so, yeah, I'm I'm a bit like, what other major differences were there? Because obviously you you had. Zach, Zach surviving it looks like I don't think Big survived in the original by all accounts
1: um, none, none of us really survived they all die when the plate fell that was categorically their dead you didn't see them again after I that mean, point I, ever. I just
0: don't understand again as a noob to it I don't understand what they have in store for him because he seems like a why pluck him out you know why, why... Mm. they must have plans for him um, because otherwise why why do it?
1: The orphanage as well, that wasn't a part of the original. It was effectively you we went to that area and the whole thing basically consisted of a very small sort of an area and then it was straight onto Aerith's house, if you will. It wasn't a little town, well, I, I suppose in a way it was a little town, but it was like three or four buildings. I don't recall there ever being an orphanage or anything. But you don't there.
0: you don't need the orphanage unless you're looking at just story beats, aren't you? Because you've got the the connection. No. All that does is it fleshes out stuff. So for example, you know, that's that's the you learn that's where Biggs Biggs was running that before he kind of joined Avalanche or whatever and looked after all the kiddies and was amazing at it and all this kind of stuff. Um I, I love just as an aside, I love the interaction where you've got that teacher there. Um who oh, you, yeah. you then meet round the side of the of the um honeybee, whatever it's called. <laughs> Did you, you, I presume you found her. Yes. Yes, and then you okay. go back, and she's like, "Don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, don't call anyone." Yeah. I thought that was quite sweet. But yeah, I think that the, the fleshing out of them—I mean, like I said when we, when I first started playing it, within like five hours of playing the game, it was like really just enamoured of kind of Jesse, Biggs, and Wedge as characters, which surprised me because I'd already know, knew from you that they were, <laughs> they were supposed to not be like you know, any kind of players in this game at all. So I was like, oh, I like these guys. These are great. I can't wait to spend more time with them. And then, yeah, that went down the um, Swanee. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know where to start. I, I mean, I just I loved it. There were some bits that I was, I didn't like too much, and I think they address that when you when you finish the game. Um, yeah. And you get like the, the 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 bits pop up at the end saying congratulations for completing. And you can now reload any level, you can do this, you can do this and one of them is you can skip the um, you, you can skip the motorcycle scenes <laughs> thank <laughs> fuck for that <laughs>
1: yeah those were I mean you, you've got to look back at the time this came out Those having those in a role playing game were absolutely revolutionary were they in as, that?
0: But, I didn't even realise they were part of the original Final Fantasy
1: yeah okay. yeah they, uh, the mo- it's just the one at the end Right. Uh, the one went down the sort of, sort of to the end of the road. There was there was a couple of other things in there. I mean, there's, um, I'm not sure if this will ever make an appearance. There's actually a snowboarding bit as well.
0: I tried to think.
1: <laughs> oh no, it, it ties in nicely to the story. I mean, one of the things I'm most looking forward to in in the games. I mean, they can't possibly cut this out, and that's um, the gold saucer, which is this massive floating sort of casino theme park that they go to now that was that was something special on the original PS1, I cannot wait to see what they do with this you could go chocobo racing you could play on the arcade machines and stuff there's like all these rides and stuff, you could go on this cable cart ride and, 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 and that, that's one of the things I'm, much, I'm, I'm really really looking forward to in the next game, it's where you meet a character you very very briefly see when the uh, player collapses
0: uh huh uh huh uh huh I mean that could be like there's about eight them, but yeah yeah um, it's a very particular one okay <laughs> so yeah um oh crikey I don't know where to go with this It's so story I like go on
1: I like I like the elaboration on the ancients and everything that because I, you know I was banging on about that cutscene for bloody days before you got to it it
0: was very pretty and that was
1: such, yeah that was such a nice thing to put in there that's actually based on something the scene you get much further into the PS1 version again it was for the time it was very very well done graphically but slightly different if you will because you're in a different location you know. You know, sort of in the Shinra building and and, and I mean the cutscene itself was absolutely amazing, but you've got to think as well that a lot of what they were saying in that's propaganda. You know, the ancients never yeah. bent the live stream to their will. Um there's also a little bit of a you know, a little bit of a teaser about what actually destroyed them. Was it a meteor? Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know <laughs> I was just going through it first time I'm just like oh this is a nice bit of exposition where they're not just having someone talking at you it's, a, it's, cause it's the only real, real piece of exposition you get told to you and it's nice that yeah. they didn't do it with just someone you know they could have gone to that library where that um the the mayor or whatever it was wasn't Oh, Mayor he? Domino. Yeah, and he basically just chats to you about how the ancients and blah. He you know, that could that would yeah. have been any other game would have just gone here's here's a list of text this guy's going to read at you.
1: Yeah, there's oh. a few stills as well. You did to you look.
0: know that the ancients were once part of this, you know, they could have done that, but no, they yeah, were But no, they, they like did this whole massive
1: episode. elaborate like being at the Epcot center or something like that when those yeah. virtual tours go you up. Know, yeah, no. That was that you know, was
0: I so. liked that a lot, that was enjoyable it also
1: uh, I mean the, they spoke a lot about the Neo Midgar plan they had in the original but it was literally that on the text and this line. is like, <laughs> yeah and this is the first time you actually get to see this like glorious paradise like version of Midgar if you will
0: yeah it was. I, I understand they expanded on like it hugely um, as far yeah. as like, the whole Neo Midgar so, some, uh, thing some of the characters they did a
1: great job on me. because you know back in 97 they were very very basic character designs I am not revolutionary at the time but they kind of if you got into it you kind of you kind of filled in the blanks yourself didn't you how you imagine, how you imagine these people actually being if they were real mm-hmm. characters and <laughs> when I played this it's like yeah you know like General Heidegger he was just how I imagined him being I mean for Joe as well, he yeah. was absolutely brilliantly done because he's exactly how I imagined him as well.
0: It's weird though because like I, out of all those, I I think the, the, the thing the game left me with most of all was just wanting more, and I love yeah. it when a game does that unless it's Crimson Skies and you never see it again. Um, yeah. it, it was just like I said to you, the thing I'm going to miss most about the game is I'm not going to spend time with any of these characters anymore. You know, I'm mm. kinda, I'm kind of missing. Like teeth, I'm even missing Barrett, who is a bit of a dick, and I have some issues with, but you know, they're all just. And even Aerith, who when I first met her, I thought, Oh god, you're gonna be really annoying, you know, you're just gonna be this wet pansy thing. And actually, turns out she's more like a Kaylee character, which is fine by me, she's a bit more, you know, got a bit of yeah, vim, and, vim and vigor too. her, which exactly,
1: is yeah. She she likes you know, teasing and ribbing cloud, which um, yeah, she again, she love. did. Yeah she did in the original but it's nice to have a bit of characterisation yeah as well.
0: and they, and they do, I think they did her really well she's, she's got more depth than I thought they'd give her
1: that scene where you first meet in the church that actually played out pretty much like it did in the PS1 even to the point you know you get there you fight Reno mm-hmm. um, even the whole getting to the top of the church where you're uh, dropping all the shit down on them to slow them down that was in the PS1 version except
0: that she didn't fall in the original I presume
1: um cuz she was down there and you were trying to get her to cause the, trying to get her to the top level
0: cuz the yeah cuz when when she falls and the whispers sort of save her then they bring her back up I yes. presume that's cuz it didn't happen in the original I presume
1: Exactly yeah that that that, that again is just one of the many other occasions it's like the only thing I was a bit confused about is why they were hovering around um Diggs and Jesse in the tower was it like was it like, oh, they're making sure that they die here or I something?
0: Think, I think they probably were. Because if you look, when, when when it was, when Biggs, um, you know, so when when Biggs was doing his death scene, they kind of, they come upon him quite ominously. You know what I mean? And when Jesse's it, about to throw the, the grenade, yeah. I presume they prevented us somehow from throwing the grenade or something, because you, you can't kill the helicopter because the helicopter's needed later on. You know, and Reno and... and um, yeah. What's his name? I uh, um, can't remember his name now. The other Rude. Side. Rude. Yeah. Um, you know they're, they're needed later on, so I presume she couldn't kill them, so they had to kind of intervene to prevent that from happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They they showed up kind of when 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 I sort of come to terms with what they are, they showed up exactly when they needed to. It's like when when Hojo starts talking to Cloud just before you meet Red, it's. Yeah, he they, they starts coming out with something, and it's like, oh, because this is something he doesn't find out until really, really far into the original. And it's sure enough, big bunch of them come out of the ground, drag him off.
0: Was it just me, or was it? Did Klaus' eyes change all the way through the game, or was it just me? no?
1: Because I could,
0: I could have sworn they got like more or less spectral as he kind of as the like the game went on. I thought like
1: yeah th- this is this is kind of a, you, you're getting into a territory that's a bit difficult for me to talk about without spoiling it i mean cloud has a past it's oh, yeah. it is obviously keeps having it keeps having those weird flashes that you mm. Assume are down to Sephiroth but are they down to him? Is there some other reason those oh, are happening I didn't. to I just,
0: him? I just presumed he had like PTSD or something, mate. <laughs> I just presumed he'd yeah. had a really fucked up time in the army, and was just like, uh, obviously, no, there's there's like foresight and stuff like that and things, but no,
1: no, he, he did he did have a fucked up time in the army, and that's that's all part of his tale. It's like you think all of this stuffs, you know, you think all of this stuffs happening to him because he's been forced on him, but. You find out as you go on that it's it, it, it kind of him as well that's causing some of this to
0: happen. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, uh, you no, know,
1: everything, everything, the main story beats played out exactly as they needed to. The, um, Sephiroth showing up in the Shinra building, and that, that interested me because when he shows up there, that's the first time anyone else is able to perceive the fact that he's actually there. Mm hmm all of the other times it's mainly flashback you get an idea that Aerith can see him um, but nobody obviously nobody else can except obviously he's just walking down the corridor and Palmer obviously sees him walk past it's like yeah. it can't possibly be and that's kind of
0: well I thought that's because he's, he's supposed to be dead isn't he um I presume yes because he was supposed to be dead wasn't he because they make reference to the fact that Cloud Cloud killed him previously <laughs> Well, no, cause, well, yeah, they they make reference to it. I'm sure they do, because that's the only place I would have oh, got it from.
1: Well, it would, ma- it would make sense to do it, but... So.
0: I'm sure... I remember
1: that in the, I I that was, the original game. It's,
0: I think again, it with when, when Sephiroth's in the alley, when after you meet Aerith for the first time, as the flower seller, you go down, you have that scene where everything's on fire after the bombing, and I think he says something like, you killed me once before, or something like that. Sorry.
1: But is it referring to the first game, or yeah, he could be referring to the fact that I, I pres- suppose technically thinking about it, I even in the that original, I presume that
0: meant the so, past, which was why yeah, was having so separate. many sort of weird things about him.
1: Yeah, Sephiroth of thinking about it even in the original is basically dead.
0: Right. Okay. It, good.
1: It's kind of it's kind of not him, if you will. That leads us onto the Genova creature in the Shinra building.
0: Yeah. I don't that's really know what to make of that.
1: Very, very, very. That, that's key to everything. Basically, Genova is, as you probably guess, is kind of not of their world.
0: I figured. I figured it was like some kind of because they say. I think again. I think they say something like she's an alien that's crash landed on the planet or something, which I presume is part of the meteor myth. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, and then she's been sort of captured, and they're using her to, you know, power all this kind of research and whatever. Yeah. But I don't uh, know much Geno- more than
1: that. Yeah, G- Genova basically was very integral to what happened to the agents. Um, Genova has a unique ability as well. Is that you know you remember that film, The Thing? Vaguely. Yeah, basically, the Genova can split bits of itself off and infect other people with it. Right. Um it basically turns them into mindless monsters, but
0: So Covid then.
1: Yeah. <laughs> These mindless monsters are also driven by a desire to reunite with the main body. Okay. Which might explain a few things you might have heard in the game.
0: Possibly. Although I think to be there were so many sort of interwoven little bits that I'm not even quite sure what was important sometimes.
1: Yeah, I'm quite I'm quite surprised they didn't <sighs> there's a few bits in it I'm surprised they didn't elaborate on in the first in, in the remake because it's like right you brought Genova to the front you're you gonna wait five years or however long to explain you know the whole thing with right, Sephiroth and her and Hojo and her
0: and I, all the this characters is, this is in thing there. I don't know I mean obviously like Sephiroth went into the building to get her mm-hmm. but like at, at this point I'm just like i I. I'm not quite sure which thread I'm supposed to. During the game, I was like, "No, this is fine. This is all good. I know what I'm doing. Oh, this is interesting. This has happened. All right, yeah, yeah." But now a week later, I'm kind of like, "What? Why? How? When?" <laughs> it's all a bit kind of like. <laughs> then they're not plot holes. They're not like some games where no, you, care, not plot you, holes you, you like... kind of go. Well, that's a bit stupid. Why didn't they just? I mean, if you want to talk about yeah,
1: like, this, is, this is this is a bit that fascinates me about yeah. right? it. Mean, I mean, this you, is, this is no this is, how, how, this is yeah, no how, Rise
0: of the Skywalker here. This is oh, you know,
1: exactly like how how are you perceiving this stuff? Because this stuff that you're going like what, and I'm like, all oh, right, yeah, yeah, that makes sense because I know the kind of backstory to it and what.
0: Most of it made sense. I mean, that. I think um, the greatest thing that a JRPG can do in my eyes is, is make me not skip dialogue. <laughs> yeah, true. And I didn't skip a Absolutely. single. I don't think I skipped a single line in this. Um, and that's a te- that's a testament A to the writing, but B to the voice acting was incredible. But so uh, what was shown me, and I might have missed some cutscenes if I didn't do certain routes or something. But like, but you know, I watched it all. Um, and I I kind of get the main thread for it, and but there's lo- there's still lots of questions, but they're all questions that I know aren't holes, and that they're they're there very deliberately left. Yeah, for me and this. No,
1: you you get to the point as well by the end of the game that that, you know the whispers are really struggling to keep stuff together because there's just loads of stuff happening that didn't happen. I mean, you never fight any of the vestiges of Genova at that point in the game. I mean, you get that Boss Genova Dreamweaver, don't you? The big tentacle thing that you fight just before.
0: Yes, that's right
1: which, which I, was, I was reading quite an interesting story about that, they said that that boss fight is literally the perfect execution of the combat in this game, it was in a large arena you had the tentacles attacking those, enabled you to charge up your specials, which you could then unleash on the boss which was a bit of a tank really, wasn't it it doesn't yeah. react much when you hit it it hits hard, and they, they kind of like went to say, yeah, this, this boss was literally the perfect example of how well the combat can be in this game yeah, it was a, and it ticked all the boxes, if you will. Well, no, yeah, that, that... I don't
0: think it was a particularly memorable one. It reminded me a bit. It was a it bit wasn't. dark. It, it was a bit Dark Soulsy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but but not, like not, not, not in a kind of you know games. slow well, deliberate way. Just in a kind of it looked like something spectral from a Dark Souls thing with lots of tentacles flashing <laughs> everywhere. You know, that's that's pretty much. I think the memorable boss fights for me were. I, I loved fighting the Turks, but that's more just because I think the Turks were fucking brilliant. I loved them. I thought they were great. Um, it's nice. Well, to you've see.
1: met. You've I, met three of the Turks. There's one more of them to meet. You don't meet them in. Yeah, this I mean, point. I'm
0: sure. I, mean, I basically, I'm talking. I'm talking mainly about um, Reno and Rude. Not necessarily. I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. Sang.
1: Yeah, song. Yeah. Song,
0: yeah. Um, he was okay. He just. He just is like your. Atypical kind of um, oh would you, you know if, you, if this was this was a Disney film he'd be like the arch chancellor or something like that you know he'd be yeah. <laughs> he'd be the, 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 the advisor to the king that's that's you know he's, he kind of fulfills <laughs> that kind of role but Rude and Reno I had I really enjoyed them and I think it was just because of their kind of they made them kind of human which was they nice they did they
1: were, they, they were obviously antagonists in the playstation version you, they were obviously a bit more than that, but it didn't go so much into that if you will they're kind of enemies and then at one point they just like sort of turn and they're kind of good guys they never directly help you yeah. i mean they were all they just they think... get fleshed like out in the in the advent children movie they got released years after the game they're they're good guys in there
0: yeah i don't know. I, I, you kind of get the feeling that there's like the whole sort of there's there's good in them but at the same point in time they're also like nah fuck it you know and I quite like that you know it's what he says oh you know it's a bit late now we've done lots of bad things it's a bit late to worry about it now let's just blow this shit up and it's like okay I, and I quite, yeah, like, I I quite think... like the honesty of it it was nice
1: yeah I mean what else was in the game or oh, the um you, you you sort of Final Fantasy mainstays. You've got the chocobos in there that are always in Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. A nice little other nod with that was the uh, Tonberry, the little lizard with the lamp that you have to fight in the, when the way back to house at one point. You've got those thugs head in there. And you kind of get to a, yes. an arena and they make you fight the little thing that's got a cloak on and a little yep. lamp and a dagger. Yep. Yeah, those those are frequent Final Fantasy bad guys, and they really fuck you off because they're basically able to one hit kill you
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: and that was another nice little but um <laughs> there was one as well I was um I always remember this unique enemy type because it was like what the who the hell thought of this enemy and it's one that you fight in the original it's in the you know the, like the collapsed highway where you've got to use the robot arms to move shit about oh yeah but in that section of the game you fight an enemy type it's a little harder than the others and that is
0: not the house the hell, the hell house oh for god's sake the hell house was a nightmare <laughs> I just thought it was and I was like oh, that was probably that was probably my most frustrating boss was the hell house it was
1: well it hell. was it was for me because I went straight into it and I of course had um, I had the fire material in my sword along with the element material locked to it obviously yeah. fire being one strength so I was just hitting the bloody thing and healing it
0: yeah I mean I kind of worked out very quickly about like how the windows light up to sort of show you what it was going to be immune to and all that. but anyway it was just more like I think let's talk about a little bit about the combat because the combat I really enjoyed apart from the constant need to have to keep switching out my material between battles guessing what the next creature is uh, going to be
1: didn't really switch mine out. I only ever switched it out when I got something new. Well,
0: so it's well, so it's like so. If you, just just in the sense of like, okay, so if you've got your elemental material and then you link it to say your fire, right? Mm. So that when Cloud swings his sword, it does a bit of elemental damage as well, right? And if you're yeah. going up against something with a weakness, that's great because it causes mucho damage, right? So if you're going up against a human, it's pretty much always going to be fire. If you, if you're going up against a robot, you're going to want it to be Whatever. And the problem Why? is that when you yeah, when you turn a corner and you get like a boss or like even a mini boss or something like that, oftentimes you don't get the ability to get into your menu and flip things around so that you're set. In later bits I noticed that in the cutscenes they have the menu icon that flashes up so you can hold down the during the cutscene you can hold that yeah so it lets place. you
1: so, yeah it lets you go in before you fight the boss but so I'm it.
0: sure that really only happened in like the Shinra building I don't remember uh, it.
1: I'm in the Shinra building and once more before that thing
0: I don't I don't remember it happening before going into the Shinra building so you like you would go into something like the hell house or you would go in anywhere where there was, where there was like a boss you wouldn't oh it
1: was before you um, it happens before you fight the sewer monster
0: possibly yeah, up, uh, yeah it might have been that yeah, as well it doesn't happen very often I know that because um, I normally pick up on things like that I don't think I noticed it before that so you, you go into something you've got no you know you, and you, you might be going through like let's say you're going through a corridor and there's loads of humans and then suddenly you see everything's attached so I'm going to be beating up humans and then you turn a corner and it suddenly it's a robot and you're like huh I wish I'd have known that before yeah um, I
1: kind of I kind of just left it on fire because I was kind of aware of what the majority of enemy types were going to be through this game, if you will, and most
0: of them were but humans. But if you left, if you left it on fire, and then you go and fight Rude, whose weakness is wind, you're kind of your first life. You're basically just dying to find out yeah, what his I mean, weakness is, right?
1: I'm, yeah, but I managed it. <laughs> but then
0: you're not playing I the never, combat like you should be.
1: You no. Know. I kind of just like the hacky slashiness to it because it was so much different <laughs> than the original. <laughs> no, that, well, I wasn't too and close that's about what, it. I, I, but,
0: you know, I'm being I'm being deliberately picky here, but out of my forty hours, probably fucking I don't know seven or ten of it was in the menus, fucking about with moving material around.
1: Oh, I didn't really bother with it all that much. Yeah, <laughs> that that brings me to another hangover. Hangover, and this is just video games in general. You know, they give you these absolutely brilliant cutscenes and one day they're going to get over this. But why the fuck do they always have to go back to the, oh, it's a cutscene? Yeah, it's definitely a cutscene because they've all got the default weapons back again.
0: No, because they did it quite well. Some of them, because I noticed this specifically with Cloud, sometimes he'd have the correct sword on his back and sometimes he wouldn't. Sometimes he'd just have the buster sword. Sometimes he'd have the sword that you were... So it depended very much on what the cutscene was.
1: Yeah, I think it might have something to do with the development of it. It's like in the ancient cutscene, they, they all have the default weapons
0: on Yeah, absolutely. But I noticed in a lot of them that they, they, they... Sometimes, like... So I had the... I think it's the twin... I think I liked the, the twin sword one. I can't remember. Twin spikes or twin... Yeah, all
1: right. yeah I think I know which one you Twin fang. was
0: like... Yeah, twin yeah, fangs like It was like the last player one. Player you find player. it in, yeah. in Hojo's lab, and that's the one I ended up with. Um... And on one cutscene, I'm sure it was in there, and the other cutscene, it's Buster Sword. And it's like, okay, right. Um, so, yeah, but uh, those, are, those are... I mean, I'm, I'm really picking at the game now to, to be pulling out stuff like that. Um,
1: there were a few... Don't get me wrong, the graphics in this game were absolutely stunning, but there were a few occasions where it's kind of like... Ew! I mean, the Cloud's temporary lodgings in Sector 7... Yeah. All of the doors and everything in that were so badly rendered, it's like I was watching them and thinking, Are these gonna pop in in a moment? It's like know. no The only
0: time I sort of um the only time I sort of thought about that was when I was when I was up in underneath the plate and I was like looking down at the slums and it's got that sort of you know, you can tell it's just a bit of you know, artworks, sort of flat yeah. flat artwork and I was thinking back to it because I think I remember thinking that was kind of filler having to turn off the lights I remember mentioning on the podcast and saying oh I just that felt like filler going across turning off three lights so that you can and actually looking back on it that lent quite literally a lot of weight to the plate falling because yes. I'd I'd been in the plate and I'd been under the plate and I could see how bloody huge it was it was fucking heavy metal and these lamps were bloody massive and it was all like that and, and then it falls and it's kind of like oh okay I, can, I kind of get it now and I liked I like the fact that you can kind of look up and there was this massive plate missing and sunlight was coming down and people were kinda of going, Oh look, rain, that's weird, where did that come from?
1: Yeah, but I mean yeah, I sort of I could just you know, obviously playing the original, I could see the filler first hand and sometimes it was it was really well done and some other times it's just like Jesus Christ, they really stretch this. I mean for example, that section you're talking about with the lights, what well, you you're talking about an hour to get through that, aren't you?
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: In, in the original, that comprised of three screens that you walked through. <laughs>
0: okay. I didn't mind it. I mean, like I say, I thought it was filler no, at no, time, it's, I but I again, didn't it was, it it was it. weird. It was like, I knew it was kind of filler, but at the same time, I didn't mind doing it. And that's a bit like a lot of the side quests. I know it's filler. I don't need to go and kill these rats or whatever they are, but I quite enjoyed doing it. And I'm
1: happy that they did it like that, rather, because my worry was spending... You know, they're saying this is a 40 hour game taking up what was, what, four or five hours in the original. I was kind of like, are they going to start adding loads of irrelevant story beats into this? I was like, no, I really don't want that. And apart from, I mean, the only real big different story beat they had in it was the whole, you know, going to steal the explosives with Jessie, where you go and learn a bit about her parents and everything. And then you meet that other soldier up there, the. Sort of bike one that was never in the original.
0: Yeah, he was great. I liked him, but I just think. Was, yeah, Roach. Oh, was it Roach?
1: Roach wasn't it? Roach or something?
0: Because I remember thinking that's the horse's name in The Witcher, and I was like.
1: Yeah, yeah, I thought the same.
0: And I was like, Are you sure? I can't. Anyway, whatever. So he was like, he was brilliant. I liked him, but I also thought it was funny because there's a scene at the end in the end of the Shinra building where, um, you know, Cloud's on this motorcycle doing everything he was doing. I was like, why can you do that before? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's pirouetting around the bloody road yeah, on his I, motorcycle and you suddenly I decide liked, to learn uh, it
1: like uh, the voice acting uh, another thing was really good and the fact that I could instantly pick out a few kind of I mean John DiMaggio is in it and let's face it John DiMaggio is in absolutely everything this is obviously
0: he played, Bender's uh, voice he played um, High Digger.
1: yeah also uh, Wedge was voiced by. He, he, he was just won't mean anything, but um, the guy who played Badger in Breaking Bad, and it was like so as say, soon you as you say
0: Badger, I think Firefly. So yeah, you've lost me there.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's there's a character in Breaking Bad called Badger. And the moment Wedge spoke I'm thinking that's Badger from Breaking Bad. It just got such a unique voice well, well, and I even look. The
0: the guy who played Biggs You you said his name. I can't remember who he was now, but. Um, I swear he was doing a fine Charlie Sheen impression... And even Biggs looks like Charlie Sheen... And he talks like yeah. Charlie Sheen... I was just like... You're fucking Charlie Sheen... You are... He's got the bandana... It's just straight out of Hot Shots... Part deux... I was like... Yep... Yeah, <laughs> if he'd have just I said think, winning... Think, just once...
1: <laughs> yeah... I think another section of the game... We should talk about... Is... The whole thing with Wall Market... Okay... Now... When the game was announced... I was kind of thinking at the time... Jesus they're not oh, going to put that bit. of course they are a,
0: why would they not
1: no it was kind of like the, you know you look at the graphic style it's like oh it's all dead serious now I'm thinking they ain't going to have Walmart in it they're especially not going to have the whole uh, the the whole dressing up yeah thought nah that's not going to be this is going to be way too serious I absolutely
0: in the no doubt that that was because I, I, we got to that scene I know you were like oh you go oh, they all? and you've been sort of because I was Texting as I was playing through, it, and I was like, "Oh, this coming up this? Oh, you mean this bit?" Um, and I was like, "Well, this is it's done really, really." And it, I think possibly because I've played um, two Yakuza games in the last twelve months, this is nothing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I get that. But it was just—I mean, for me, it was just like, "Oh my god!" They, they you know, they've done—they've actually gone through and done all this, and they've done it a hundred times better. I mean, the whole—the whole honeybee bit, the whole dancing there kind of me a bit. Of, yeah, it lent a bit of sort of softness to the character. He's really, was, you know, he was, was very... The clouds a bit more than the stoic kind of... Uh,
0: I don't quite... I think they, they, they get away with it, and I'm not quite sure how, because you are talking about a stoic warrior character who's like... Ooh, blah, 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 who's basically left a farm to go and join the army to become a super soldier, and then he's busting out like John Travolta. And it's like... <laughs> I, I, I don't. I mean, I did the I did the practice bits beforehand when you got the three girls kind of begging you on, and just sort of saying, yeah. go on, go on, cloud, you can do it," and all this sort of thing. And you are like, "Hmm, this is a bit weird." Uh, and then you go on stage and you do the whole like the full full rundown, and it's like, "Okay." And I have I'm I'm I hate I hate those I hate those kind of cuties because I know I've been playing games for like, fucking thirty years or whatever. I, I always get my face buttons mixed up, so when it's saying mm. triangle, I'm like, "Am I going left, right, up?" Or, oh, it's up! Oh, it's too late. Um, so I hate those things, but it did it really well. Um, but I couldn't watch the action as much as I wanted to, so I had to go and watch it on YouTube afterwards, just to sort of see all the kind of all the, all the moves I pulled. And I thought it was done really, really well.
1: Yeah, I was. I was kind of laughing at the uh, <laughs> the Chocobo guy as well. So I kind of thought oh, it's nice to see that Joel from The Last of Us is still finding work.
0: <laughs> I thought that. But, uh, it's another thing it's like I don't know how much these characters were in the original game or whatever. but I actually, you know, the characters they did put in, even when they were like bit part characters um, yeah. so One of the things I was going to say earlier was like that board, the, the Shinra board where you've got Heidegger on it and whatever um, there's characters on that I really wanted to know more about you know the sort of the, the, the masochistic sort of lady. The um, you know, R- Reeve, is it Reeves her. or Reeves or whatever? Uh, Reeves, yeah. Yeah, I'm very yeah, sure. No, we'll f- know, we'll find know, out more know. about him later. I'm sure.
1: I mean, S- Scarlett. <laughs> she very late in the original game. She has one of the most. This was where the combat kind of deviated, even in the PlayStation one. Basically she has a confrontation with uh, Tifa oh yeah oh and I want it's, to see that it, it, it's literally everything you can imagine from two women fighting and it's just absolutely hilarious and I really really hope that that's it you know that they leave that in
0: well, they better do because I'm getting all excited for that one right now <laughs> yeah, so I really want and, and so so characters like that I I just want to know more about even the people like so you got your, your holy trinity or whatever it was called, didn't that, you know, with with Madame M um and Chocobo no Sam, they, weren't,
1: um, they weren't in the original. Um the Chocobo guy was, but he very, very brief character. You just you got about two lines of dialogue out of him. Um <laughs> the guys in the rest of the the guys in the gym, they were in the original.
0: They were great. They were great. Yeah it was just, I, I it was would, just like what, walking onto the set of RuPaul's Drag Race in there it was like
1: <laughs> yeah I, I was absolutely buzzing in that because the whole um, doing the sort of uh, exercise bit that was in the PS1 version and it used to frustrate the fuck out of me that bit and then you kind of have to do it all again I'm thinking oh Jesus not this again and I absolutely nailed it on the first attempt after <laughs> wiped the floor with it and I'm
0: like yes <laughs> but I was like with the so all those characters even characters that you know, like Marlene, the little girl, I normally hate children's characters in video games; They just come off as being even like Marlene, who could have come across as a really sicky sweet, and she was a bit saccharine, but it was a believable saccharine, you know what i mean it wasn't it wasn't yeah no candy floss. she's
1: kinda like in any r p g all of your secondary characters all get their own point in the tale where you explore their backstory and obviously Marlene is key to Barrett's backstory hmm. because obviously looking at the two of them you know there's something a bit more regarding the whole parentage thing between those two.
0: You'd think so yeah. Yeah. But even even like even like the little kids that you go around and sort of, the, the, I can't remember what the gang was called now but in Sector 7 slums. Oh with, yeah. Um no, I mean they, you know, they had at least they had a bit of sort of personality. They weren't just little brats, they had, you know, a little bit of something to them. But the you yeah. know, the only character I didn't particularly like that's possibly not not quite in that way. I mean there were some obviously hateful characters in there, like the baddies and whatever, but was um the landlady, is it Marl? With the bad oh, hair. Oh, the old lady. Yeah. yeah, with the really bad hair. Yeah, she
1: she's not in the original.
0: Yeah, she looks like
1: or she. Or if she is, she's an instantly forgettable, two line yeah. character.
0: Well, she looks she looks like Shepherd Book with his hair out. But um, yeah, I just didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't like her. But that's just that's just a thing. It you know wasn't a bad part on the game. It was just well, I just thought oh, you're a bit of a all nosy little bitch, aren't you? So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But, um, and as, as well, another character was <laughs> Don Corneo.
0: I liked him. He reminded me of something. I can't remember who, but I thought he was funny. Um, he was.
1: He was great. For me, it, it was such like a throwaway moment. The, the bit, the bit with him in it had, had me absolutely in stitches. Is the second time you meet him, when you kind of walk in that room and someone says his name and his like head just pops out of the side of that barrel. I was like in tears when I saw that.
0: Yeah, he's, he's, a he's not. He's, he's not. I mean, it's weird because that's a very comic character. He's played very comic, very sort of. But it, and then you hear what he's, he's been nasty, doing to man. people, and you're like, yeah. "Fuck, this isn't." Wow. Okay. So you you kind of get that that real dichotomy of this is a real evil, sadistic bastard who's yeah, done to some gi- absolutely to horrible an... things.
1: To give you an idea on the scope of it as well. Um... Towards you know the end of the game, you start the sort of you climb up towards the Shinra Tower by going through you know climbing up the Ruin Plate. Yeah, there's a lot of scope going to that in the original. If you kind of run uh, even even when you first get access to the area, if you kind of run to the right of Don Corneo's mansion, there's sort of a, sec- a section of the whole wall that separates the zones and that's the point a little bit later on when the plates fall and that's the point where you kind of start to climb up it and now the whole climbing up it thing in the PS1 version was basically you were just making it, making your way upwards through this maze of ruins every so often you'd reach a bit you couldn't get past but there were these little like things that you had to put batteries in and they'd either like lower a little like parking thing down or uh mm-hmm like a parking barrier down so you could then traverse it or there'd be a fan and the battery it'd spin it once and change the position of the blaze and you progress a bit further there was none of the whole sort of fighting your way to the top it was literally just kind of a puzzle section if you will mm. a game that was over in about five minutes
0: yeah and I don't, I don't think the game's lost anything for that
1: no and, and as for the Shinra building as well it licked one thing I like is it left the option in there from the original game as well you could either run into the building and go through you know via the elevator method Mm -hmm. and they left the stairs method in as well where you can basically run up like 56 flights of stairs to get where you need I mean
0: I was sensible I took the lift you I presume took the stairs
1: no no I took the lift I I knew about the stairs I watched the stairs butzine afterwards Uh, It's quite fun to watch
0: I, might I don't know about going back. And I don't know about going back and seeing alternate sort of things. There's a few bits that were alternates that I haven't. I've heard about but not seen. So the one I was talking to you about before was there's a bit where you're at Aerith's house and you wake up in the middle of the night or whatever and you go outside because you can hear something and you meet somebody in the garden. And um, I got Tifa. I think you said you got Tifa as well. Yeah. Um, and you kind of give her a hug and nearly kill her. Um, but other people have said they kind of they get they get Aerith as she kind of appears as a spectral vision or whatever, and I think yeah. that that and then possibly I think there's a Barrett one maybe as well. So I don't know, I might go and dig those out just to see because it's yeah, just no, a good way of me finding All like,
1: of the All of the stuff around Aerith's House that all took place as it did on the original, the holes trying to sneak out by not making any noise, that was all in there and then you'd get to the end they, and they, oh she pops up, they, she'd been following you all along.
0: They did. I love I love what they did with this game with the making it not as frustrating as it could have been so there's mm. there's a couple of points in this so that bit where you're trying to sneak out of your room and go down the stairs and there it keeps coming out and stopping you <laughs> it's
1: the first obstacle out of the door
0: it pretty much yeah, because I couldn't see your feet because of the bloody camera angle but after like the second time I got sent back to my bedroom it
1: moves it doesn't yeah, it
0: it moves it out of the way so you've got a clear line of whatever, and you're just like oh thank you very much and I was like that's good I well, thank you for doing that because you know I've got to make it down there why frustrate me by making this really you know why, why make me hate you just just let me go down the stairs but there was another bit I think it was when they were doing um, that was it you're coming out of the sewers and you've got the pumps oh god what a fucking pain that was the worst part of the game in my opinion just trying to do this bloody pump with those two girls I just couldn't <laughs> hit it's Like I just couldn't hit the final bit but it never it didn't if you kept getting yeah, that was, it wrong, it didn't shrink it. It didn't shrink wrong. it down. It kept it. It kept it wide. The area that you had to hit. So at least it made yeah. it somewhat easy Because if it kept it at that slither, I don't think. I think I'd still be there now. Because <laughs> I was just blind luck at the end yeah, of it. I was yeah, just, yeah, no matter what I did, i was just, just going to fucking press the button and hopefully at some point it's just going to land in the right place. Because oh my god. Yeah. No,
1: <laughs> no, the whole the whole bit around Alice's house and the kind of tales you and now. I mean, even to the point of her mother saying, you know, I want you to leave. Yeah, um, and then when you go back and she sort of explains how, she, how, Erith sort of came into being in her story regarding her husband, that was oh, all in the yes.
0: Yeah, but the bit with um about Aerith's mum when when um Hojo's just
1: oh t- that was that tormenting her yeah, with
0: that man, that was brilliant. Yeah,
1: that wasn't in the original way it was meant, but I thought that was a great bit to add in. This, I mean, your whole was you a uh, yeah, character. It was that,
0: them, that lovely bit where like, he, wow. he he finishes and he turns away, and, and Aerith kind of goes. You know, she just kind of lets all that emotion out, just like in a little sigh. It was just yeah. oh, but I tell you. Speaking of little sighs, what the fuck is it with JRPGs? Where every time someone speaks, they've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> every single time someone says like. <gasps> You know, at some points you had conversations where it was just literally a, a cut of like four people in succession, and they're all just going I oh, know oh,
1: oh, oh. there are a few ways I noticed through in the ancients cut scene there's a bit where the announcer goes like alright um, 2000 years ago the meteor destroyed their entire civilization and like Barrett just lets out this chuckle and it's like alright
0: <laughs> I thought they were going to go the, old, the, the ancients were dinosaurs at that point <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah, and then and you kinda of get onto a obviously when you meet Red as well. Um that yeah, I didn't think out. he
0: was gonna be quite such a, a big character. I didn't realise he was gonna hang with you for like the oh, whole no.
1: He's uh from that in the original, from that point on, he's you know, he's one of your one of the team, if you will. He's a selectable character, he's with yeah, you for the duration. Like,
0: yeah, I didn't I didn't realise that at all. It was only but, when he uh, sort of goes he, off into the distance with you, I thought, Oh you you you're staying?
1: <laughs> in the original, um, Hojo's got Aerith in one of those tubes. Um, and one of the ways he actually tests them is he actually shoves Red in the tube with her. And like, Red's been really, really aggressive towards her. Obviously, that wasn't in this version of it. It's because they're kind of in their, they're being held in their separate cells. But uh, another thing, I'm trying to rack my brains for this. Cause it, in the original, I, I don't think Aerith ever lived in the Shinra building. There was a time when she lived like under Hojo's control, but it's like somewhere else, if you will, that it, it you know, she was basically raised in this place under Hojo's supervision, rather than her being in the Shinra building. She wasn't in the Shinra building, in the original, because you've got the whole bit where it shows a room from when she was a child and being held hostage there.
0: Oh, I thought that's because you you end up in her room, don't you, when they when they take you yeah. somewhere safe? And I presume that that was. Yeah, because she said that's where they used to used to be when they used to cut a mum off to do. Yeah,
1: weird that all stuff. used in the original. It was explained that all that happened, but it was it was definitely somewhere else because that's where they escaped from. It was when when sort of a and Aerith kind of escape and Aerith ends up in the slums. They've come quite a considerably long distance away from where they escaped from. It was kind of outside Midgar.
0: Mm-hmm. So, how do you think they're gonna? So. What they've basically done, if you look at the end, is I kind of I, I totally get what you were saying now about how this isn't really a remake; it's more like a sequel. Yeah. Um, what do you think they're going to do?
1: Well,
0: without spoiling uh, like what happens in the future, but
1: well, obviously there's there's the biggie. I don't think Eric is going to die in this version of it. I think somebody else is.
0: Someone's going to have to die, right?
1: Yeah, it's going to be too obvious. I mean, it's, if it's, it's Tifa. If it's even, Tifa,
0: why, why would you do that, right? Because that you, you, you've, no you've, you've killed off you've killed off Erith, right, for the last twenty years, right? Why please all your fans by killing off Erith and then kill off Tifa? Because you're just going to piss off what? another generation of well,
1: most boys. You're going to need to they can't do the same thing again because everyone's expecting it even people who've never played it know that that seems in yeah, there. it's, so, it's, it's,
0: if there's only one thing I knew about Final Fantasy 7 was that Aerith dies
1: yeah because I've read, I, I've read I, I enough
0: know. I've read enough literature and magazines and whatever about you know games culture to know that Aerith dies you know so yeah they, they, I mean, they've
1: got in, to right no, I don't think they're going to. I think they might, they, do, a, they might be... do
0: a Barrett. They might kill him off and then bring him back again, immediately.
1: Well, no, they're not. They're no longer in play. Are well, they? that's
0: that's true. But
1: no, I, I think there'll be a shock scene, but it won't be it won't be Aris because everyone's expecting it to be Aris, and
0: no, it shows. No, I don't know. I don't think they are now. I think everyone's thinking everyone who's played it, like the original. Is thinking, oh, they're not gonna do that now. They've given them license not to do it. Yeah,
1: there's also and you won't realise this from playing the original or sitting in the outside media, but it shows Aerith's death scene about six times during the remake.
0: No, I did you know, I did did see that.
1: You know the flashback where you see the white material bouncing down and then clouds yeah, holding in the in the in the pool. To the water, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a that's because no, no, only
0: because only 'cause I've seen Eris' death scene like several times again through you know, <laughs> YouTube videos of, you know, the ten most emotional minutes or whatever, you know, that kind of thing yeah,
1: yeah, it's always high up in those, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, of course it is so, you know,
1: not, like... I, I, I think, yeah, I mean going back to Red again his character is just great, I oh, thought man, they really knocked it out of the park with him you know in
0: this <laughs> You'll <Yeah. laughs> Your killer line, you liked that, didn't you?
1: Yeah, like, it's just this whole banter with Barrett and the whole rat dog thing as well none of that was there in the original I just thought it was a great sort of introduction to him.
0: Yeah, I him mean,
1: especially I d- the moment where he first speaks as well
0: I can't remember that what did he do there? when you what? what did he do there? because I can't remember that
1: no no I just I just remember it was so well done that moment because you kind of nobody's expecting like what's essentially a dog to just start talking are they?
0: Ah, that's right because he comes charging at them in the corridor doesn't he? Yeah.
1: and that kind of ties into the story because nobody's none of the characters will have seen any member of his race for obvious reasons well I
0: I, cause, I mean I've got I I went down a bit of a rabbit hole on because I thought that he was going to be related to the um, the cowled men with the numbers tattooed on their arm because I presume no. well because Red has 13 on his arm so I'm like ah oh. immediately he finds his brains thinking ah oh, there's obviously a connection here because they have numbers on their arms too <laughs> so you know all that sort of stuff. But in relation to kind of the ending and stuff like that, so at the moment they're they're all tromping off into the sunset um, to go and do whatever it is. Finding Sephiroth, I I presume, is is the the name of the game here. Do you think they are going to... Because they've now given themselves license to change the course of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Do you think they're just going to go on a completely new set of mission story stuff? Or I, do you think they're going to they try and hit the beats but maybe twist them a bit?
1: Yeah, I think they're going to kind of... Yeah, I think the best way to describe it is I think they're going to kind of Game of Thrones it. What killer? it is? Well, no, the, the beats will be there, but it there'll be a lot of different stuff in there, you know, stuff that's not in the original. I mean...
0: I could quite happily just, see a Game of Thrones scene between Scarlet and Tifa.
1: I mean, from from where you are now, basically at that point on the PS1 game, it opened up the world map, if you will, as soon as you walk out of Midgar. So you can go here or there or there. And I think it'll be a little bit more linear than that. There's so. certain sections. There's certain sections that I think they'll cut out, and there's certain sections I hope they cut out. I mean, the whole Fort Condor thing. I mean, that was an absolutely bloody pointless. Yeah, bore little relevance to the overall story, and took about an hour and a half of the original game. Up in this. They had this stupid little mini game where you had to position soldiers on this mountain. You know they were being, a, you know, being attacked by Shinra troops, and you had to defend this spot. And it, it just said, no, all, all they were protecting is the Phoenix Summon material. And it was like, well, why is this even in this game? It was, a, and that, you know, that, that can do with cutting out. There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that they. Can cut out, and I don't think people are really going to miss in regards to that. As long as it kind of follows the main story beats. I mean, from where they are now, they're going to go to. Um, they're probably going to head towards Junon, the uh, sort of coastal fortress, right?
0: Um,
1: which has like a giant cannon sticking out of the ocean. Nice. Another key, another key story point there later on in the game. Lovely. I think I think they'll go there. The the whole. It mentions the war against um, Wu Tai several times. Yes. Um, one of your teammates, you eventually sort of end up with is from Wu Tai, if you will, and you end up going there at some point during the original game. I think that'll never probably elaborate a bit more. There's the whole going back to Cloud's hometown, the whole everything that happened over there. You know, the original separate off the original death. All of that's got to be in there. The additional characters, I think, slow they are all down, be in down.
0: There. Slow, slow, slow down, slow down, down. Let's not yeah. let's not throw all the cards on the pile, mate. Let's you know.
1: I keep, know, keep oh, indeed. I mean, yeah, they they kind of explained a lot more than they did in the original. I mean, the way the original the section in the building panned out. You climb up the building. You kind of. Going through the different levels, there's like little puzzles. Like, oh, you need to go and speak to this person to let you through this door. Um, the which, whole which sneaking. Which building is this? The Shinra building. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the, this is how it took place in the remake versus the original. The, that whole bit where you're sneaking on the board meeting—that was kind of a key point in the original. You're yeah. then captured, and put in a cell. You're all put in cells, mm. um, and then. I can't remember is this yeah it's after you get I think it's after you find Red you end up getting captured you briefly run past the container that's got Genova in it and he like looks inside has one of his weird flashy buzzy sequences Mm. and then I think you end up getting captured after that and you're all thrown in cells and then you all There's no way out of these cells, and you're like, "Well, what the fuck do I do now?" And then there's a little bit of talking, and then you're basically go to sleep. Screen goes dark, and then when it comes back up again, your doors, your cell doors are all open, (laughs) and there's just a scene of absolute carnage running through the building. There's blood everywhere, Mm. bodies you kind of make your way up towards the roof and it's obvious like this has all been done by Sephiroth you get to Genova's container that's been ripped open and the contents have been taken out again you don't see Sephiroth then you get up to the president's office Mm. and the biggest departure here is that when you get up there the president's already dead he's slumped over his desk with Sephiroth's sword in his back right? and still you don't see Sephiroth um, what happens then is Rufus arrives, you then do something Something they manage to keep in the most, one of my most frustrating boss fight, fight fights ever, where you have to fight against Rufus and this dog on your own. I
0: thought that was really easy. I, I just, yeah, it, it,
1: it just It just pissed me off, because it pissed me off in the original. I was like, I, I didn't have any sort of fondness going into this battle. I thought, mm-hmm. God, this is as annoying as it was the first time. And then you eventually got you it, basically kind of, it then plays out it originally does, you've got to get out of the building, you know, the team split up, you fight you don't fight the big tank thing that you fight in this version, you kind of like fight this thing in the elevator on the way down, mm-hmm. you fight that there, you get to the lobby area they all make their escape, zoom down the highway get to the end and then it, it, there's just like a a bit of a brief scene where they'll talk, say right, we're going to have to go after separate you know, we need to go after Sephora find out what's going on here and then in the original, obviously, it pops up insert disc 2.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty much what we're getting on this one. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, 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 it'd have be been nice for him to just stick that in as a little nod yeah. to the fans, you know, yeah. got It so so would have been
0: nice at the end of it like insert disc 2, available, you know, holiday 20, whatever.
1: <laughs> 2035. Nice. This, so, this is the thing.
0: Come ah. on, when, when do you think it's coming out? I reckon it's within two years. I reckon it's going to no. be 2022.
1: I think it's going to be slightly longer because I mean the director of this is the guy who went on to do Kingdom Hearts and now he's come back to direct this and we all know how Kingdom Hearts mm, went, you got...
0: Well yeah, but I don't know mate I don't know I, th- I I think they could easily do it in two years they 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 say they've got they want to focus on smaller elements but I think they'll just I think what they want to do with this is they want to like you know all the chaff you were talking about from the original I think they want yeah. to take the key bits expand those in to make, you know, to give him some f- flesh and whatever.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty certain. I think we're looking at more like three to four because I'm almost convinced that they're gonna at least remaster Crisis Core because that's that's the whole story of basically Zack, if you will. Right. It's sort of back in almost what you call the golden era where you know, Zack was this brand new soldier and he gets taken under his wing by this other soldier called Angeal, who works with a trio. You know, there's, there's Angeal, there's Genesis, and there's also Sephiroth, who's mm-hmm. not a bad guy at that point. And it kind of tells, it kind of fills in all of the past bits that you only briefly see in the original game. There, or you know, you come across those scenes as you go on. And so this this game could be remastered, and they'd only really need to adjust the ending for it to tie into the remake if you will you
0: might not even need to do that
1: no that's, just, that's the thing that don't necessarily just even some little tease of it at the end would be
0: yeah they wouldn't even need to change it much they just might have to
1: yeah and there's also the fact as well that for a PSP game it was literally it was like it was yeah, like, the, the, it was like what the last of us was to the PS3 it was like this amazing looking game yeah I
0: mean I've seen I've seen um a few sort of still so there's a gameplay of it, and it looks remarkably good. Um, but I don't yeah, know. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised I think... if t- a couple of years, all the assets. Well, I say all the assets. Yeah, but if yeah. They're moving it into different areas. Maybe they don't have all the assets because they're not in Midgar anymore.
1: No, it's just drawing all the new areas out. So like you don't really ever see anywhere no. of the scale of Midgar again throughout the entire game. It's all smaller settlements well, or the city. you say that,
0: you say that, mate, but. You know, Midgar was when you look at it, the slums and whatever. Each section of the slums was only a small. It was just yeah. that whole presence of having the plates above you all the time made you exactly. feel like you were part of it. And also, just because it was a small settlement in the original, I mean, look what they did with you know, wall, you know, Walltown in in this one. They've they've you know put three more characters yeah, and well, they, given you a whole yeah, exactly. section. You know, so I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where it's going to go. I don't think I'll play the original because I just don't have time for it. (laughs) Well,
1: it was really funny because I booted the... I tried to finish it, I thought, I'll just quickly boot the Switch version of that. I bought, you know, the kind of remaster of the very first Final Fantasy VII. And it's like my save game on it was literally just as they'd left Midgar. So it was like I was just continuing on from the remake with shit graphics. Oh... I oh, thought no, I'm not doing this, but no. no i i'm I'm kind of more looking forward to it now because it's I'm like you know I've seen what they can do when they change things in this bit, and I'm kind of look, I'm kind of looking forward to something fresh now it's just like i'm if they'd have kept it the same, there'd just be that bit of all oh, right, yeah, a couple of more years and then I get this bit this bit and this bit, but you know I'm kind of more looking forward to it now because I mm. don't in a way know what I'm gonna
0: to be getting are you um are you expecting? because I, I don't know do you think there's been a lot of kickback against what they've done with this version most most of the yeah. things I've seen have been pretty positive about the way they've done it and how they've changed it oh, there's, and given a...
1: there's been there's been some kickback and I'm quite disappointed because a lot of it is from the die hard fans and I'm a die hard fan of it and I'm kind of I'd have been this game game would have been less memorable if it had just had literally been a shot for shot kind of remake if you will hmm I like the fact that they've added new stories and they've changed and it. Yeah, exactly, and made it so that it's kind of not a remake, but like a cleverly hidden sequel. It 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 makes it fresh for me. But as they've also kept, you know, they they kept a lot in that keeps original fans happy. A lot of the story bits, it's like, oh yeah, because you know, because it, it's like I said, we well, yeah, there's some bits of this I can load it over because it's like I know what's going to happen and all of that. Mm nice no, that some of that stuff's been left in there. You
0: think that that's what's going to happen? You don't know now.
1: No, I, I think. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of it will still. I think a lot of the major beats will still be in there because there's a lot of really. There's a, like the whole like I the whole Scarlet Teeth of it. There's some bits they just have to leave in there because they're absolutely. You keep
0: coming back to that one particular point, Clarky. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I'm with you all the way. Um oh, yeah, yeah. And I think. Um, I just want to see. I just want to see what's happening to some of these characters. I want to see what's going on with various different little bits. Um, you know, the di- different characters around the world. So, like the board members, I want to see what happens, obviously, with the, the, the party members you've got. Um, I, just, I just kind of. I don't really. The story is very much secondary to the characters for me in this. I think. Yeah, Without, the, without the, a doubt, the, I, the biggest strength they had in this whole game was the characters and the way they presented them. I can't
1: fault them. I can't fault them one bit. They did an
0: absolutely amazing Eve, job. Eve, I mean, like Cloud was a dick when you meet him. By the end of
1: it, you're mm. like,
0: "Yeah, I like you now. You, you're a bit, of, you're alright."
1: But there's also, yeah, I like the I like how they put little bits in there to make you like question him as well. It's like, oh, why is he getting really apprehensive around these guys who claim to know him from his past? How uh, come he doesn't what, know? The, um, yeah the guards
0: the guards you meet on the stairs in the Shinra building
1: yeah and then then you've got the yeah and then you've got the the whole surprise from Barrett and he's like "Cloud, saying you know right where do we go now soldier boy and he's like I I don't know and Barrett's like "Uh, you're a soldier this is the building you were trained in and he's like ooh oh
0: no oh oh okay oh let's get into some areas I don't want to go um we okay go. well any any sort of final thoughts or final fantasies as you like Let's see what I did no, there.
1: just okay. exactly no just just keep at it yeah uh, if you, right. if if they do as good a job as they've done with the rest of it then this is definitely one I'm going to be you know really looking forward to
0: yeah i i'm a bit disappointed with pet not playing it i think even if you did like the combat you should just chuck it on story mode or whatever it's called and just
1: yeah, this is. I mean, it's that's like true. the Last of Us. I didn't particularly like the combat and that, but it was all the story, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and they should. He should he's a he's a big wussy. That's what he is, and he won't listen to this, yeah. so that's fine. I can call him a big wussy. He is,
1: but I mean, there. Christ, I had just just to like put across how much I enjoyed playing this. When I finished it, I had such a hard time picking what to play next because it was just like everything I. Everything I thought, oh I'll play this now, and then it just <laughs> immediately jumped into me, it won't be as good as Final Fantasy Seven remake and I was like
0: yeah. eh. I've I've gone completely completely the opposite way. So I as soon as I put that down I was like, Oh, do I go and buy Final Fantasy Seven like the original? Do I go and start up track do I go and buy another JRP? And I went, nah, fuck, I'm gonna go and play Ghost Recon because that's completely different has no characterization in it whatsoever <laughs> couldn't give a fuck about the story no, it's well, you, completely the I mean, opposite to, to what I've just played if,
1: if, if, in a way it'd be nice to see you play the original but at the same time I'm confident you're going to get the whole story anyway eventually so
0: you you just have to wait for it cool I will do that right well I think that kind of, kind of wraps us up um, if you guys want to share your thoughts non spoilery in public forums anyway, you can email us at clarky.
1: Yeah, confessional at
0: gmail.com. Especially if there are spoilers in it because we don't really want it in the Twitter sphere. But if you do want to tweet us about it, you can tweet me at vibesy74, you can tweet clarky at clarky snap, and you can tweet all the spoilers you want at pet at lifeofpet, um, or the show account, obviously, <laughs> at confessionalpod. Um, so. Uh, until until we meet again, I guess, which is probably going to be fairly soon. I'm not quite sure what we're doing with show running and stuff, and but uh, yeah, until we meet again. Thank you very much for listening, and good night.
1: Bye. Bye. The Gamer's Confessional. <laughs>